Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker and author of two best-selling books and the president of three financial companies. Everything that we've created, the different companies, the different divisions, has all kind of been born out of a need. You know, it's not necessarily saying, hey, uh, let's go do this. It's, it's more so saying, you know, where is the need that we see and where are some places that we can fill that need and add value? And then we've kind of created solutions around it. He's also been a guest on several national media outlets like CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. He is also a dedicated husband and father and a big supporter of several local and national charities. Now, it's time for the Wealth and Health Radio Show with your host, Michael Wall. Well, welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And again, I'm your host, Michael Wall, and each and every week joined here with Michelle Wright. I hope you had a great week last week, folks. And, you know, I'll tell you, each and every week, the cool thing about it is, is we get to start a brand new, fresh week. I love Mm -hmm. that about it, Michelle. You know, it's just kind of a reset, restart, which is a great thing. Right. And that's the thing. And what's killing me is the weeks keep going by. I keep getting a lot of fresh starts uh, a lot more often than I than I used to when I was younger. It seems like time is just going by so quickly these days. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just, you know, it happens fast. It goes quick. And, you know, it makes you realize that life is not forever, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's the important thing, folks, is you're listening to this out there. You want to be in a situation that in every aspect of your life, you're looking to take action to try and improve what you're doing. You know, no one gets a perfect Every time. Right. I mean, that's for sure. No one gets it perfect every time. So we want to be in a place where we're looking to take action, looking to improve what we're doing in life and uh, looking for ways to do that. And hopefully each and every week you found that by tuning in here, whether you tune in uh, live every week or whether you go and you join us via podcast throughout the week, if you enjoy that as well. By the way, you can go to leanonthewall.com and click on radio and media. And that's where you'll be able to find a link where you can connect via podcasts and listen at your leisure. But, you know, it's just a great way to get good information from not just us, but also other folks in the industry and different industries that are providing value. And I think that's one of the things that I love about doing the show. Absolutely. And with that, Michael, I know that we have a segment and it is entitled Questions with Michael. And so mm. we've got some questions in. And this is a question that I thought was a great one that I wanted to pose to you because I think a lot of people are wondering about this, especially now with this current economy. And the question is, am I taking too much risk for my age? How does Mm. one determine that? And how can you tell if you are taking too much risk or not? Well, I think, you know, first off, that's a good question. But, you know, I, I think one of the ways you can identify that, Michelle, is by taking a look at your situation and taking a look at what happens with the day in and day out markets, right? So being in a place where, if the ebb and flow of the markets, you know, if you're coming home at night and, and, you know, you say, oh my goodness, the market's down 150 points or, you know, up 100 points or up 200, whatever the number is, and that's causing you to have some issues. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're kind of getting all tight and, oh my goodness, what's going to happen with my money, my portfolio? You're probably in a place where you're taking too much risk, right? So it's really important to tune in. I, it's interesting sometimes when we sit down, Michelle, with folks and actually do reviews and second opinions on what they're doing. A lot of times we'll find out that when people dive into their portfolios, they really don't know what's happening. They're not really sure what's going on. So I think the first key here is pay attention, number one, uh, if you're not paying attention to what's happening. Pay attention to what's going on with your wealth, with your money. You know, you've worked hard for it, whether you, whether you got it from working hard, selling a business, retiring, inherited, whatever it is, you want to make sure you maximize what you have. So 
Uh, that's number one, pay attention. And as you're paying attention, if you're starting to feel uncomfortable with how the volatility and things is affecting your portfolio, then now you're in a situation where you're probably taking too much risk. That's a good indicator, a gauge. One other thing I would say, Michelle, is if you're not really paying attention mm-hmm. or you are to some degree, it's always good to sit down and really get a second opinion and take a look at, dive into the portfolio and say, okay, how much risk are we really taking? In other words, if we have another 2008, right, mm-hmm. what could happen to the portfolio? What could happen to it? Could you gain? Could you lose? How much could you lose? And if so, are you okay with that? Uh, so really get a second opinion and dive down and see what that looks like. Also, take a look at your fees. Take a look at uh, what you're paying in fees and how that affects your portfolio. Uh, and I think all of those things will help you then to determine, am I taking a level of risk that I'm comfortable with or do I need to be changing what I'm doing? A lot of the folks that we see, you know, they're in a place where they've built a certain level of wealth or they have a certain level of wealth and they're really saying, you know what, we need to change what we're doing. And I think that's crucial. And you bring up a good point there, Michael, of really looking at changing what you're doing right now. Because I I remember hearing that old saying that if you do the same thing, expecting a different result, that's actually the definition of insanity. (laughs) And so (laughs) if you're doing the same thing that you were doing, say, back in 2000 or 2008, when you lost a, a lot of what you have made, and now that you've made it back, if yeah. you're doing the same thing, it, it probably isn't going to turn out different. So you have to look into doing something differently to protect what you've been able to earn back by this time. Yeah. And that's that's the key, you know, is you really got to say, OK, um, if I'm not comfortable where I am, you know, and, and you know, Michelle, I talk a lot about the idea of the CEO. You're the CEO mm-hmm. of your portfolio, right? Right. Because that now it puts things in a different light. If you're in a situation where you look at your portfolio or your wealth that you have and you say, okay, it's not just uh, an amount of money. This is actually a business. And if you start looking at it from that perspective, now you say, okay, well, we got to protect this business. We got to grow the business. We need to plan to mitigate or reduce risks around this business. Uh, There might be some legacy aspects that we want to participate in with this business. And so now we're in a place where we're saying, okay, you know, I'm looking at things totally differently. Instead of saying, I'm just going to pass on the responsibility somewhere else, I'm actually going to take more responsibility and realize is the person or people that are currently helping me with what I'm doing financially, uh, getting me to a place that I'm comfortable with and I'm happy about. You know, like you said about keep doing the same things, expecting different results. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, then you have to come to the reality that, you know, as a, as an owner of a company, right? If you're in a place where you have a CFO, chief financial officer, that is not necessarily doing things to help your company move in the direction that you want the company to go, well, then it's your responsibility as the CEO to look for another CFO, chief financial officer, to help you with that. And I really look at a lot of folks when we sit down, I look at their portfolios and I I look at that from the perspective of the fact that they are the CEO and the person that's helping them with their wealth to save money in taxes or whatever it may be, they are the CFO. And if they're not happy with what's currently happening or they're not comfortable, if they don't feel like they have clarity, well, now it's time for them to say, you know what, what we need to do is we need to look at making some changes. 
Right. And that is the key. And Michael, that's what you're able to do. You're able to help people look, maybe even get a second opinion uh, when it comes to being the CEO of, say, my portfolio. What I want to do is make sure that I get a second opinion from a CFO. And and that's where you're able to help folks with. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's important because, you know, really it just starts out with discovery and a conversation. So you want to sit down, you want to have a conversation, and you want to really just discover, okay, what is happening currently inside of my business? Or, you know, as most folks would say, their portfolio. Mm -hmm. What's happening? What's going on? Why am I doing the things that I'm doing? Um, You know, what are the goals and desires that I have in the future? And, um, you know, really take it to a place where now you're going to get a refresh and say, okay, I'm going to get a checkup. You know, the old old saying, get a checkup from the neck up, right? Right, right. (laughs) But get a checkup on what's happening and seeing what's going on and saying, okay, is there ways or are there ways that we can improve this? Is it okay as it is? You know, I love the idea, Michelle, of if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? Right. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of philosophy around that. If it's not broke, don't fix it. And sometimes we'll sit with people and we'll take a look at what they're doing and, and, you know, what they're doing is okay. And it matches up with what they're trying to do. But a lot of times we find that there are some changes that could be made and some things that need to be improved based on what their goals and desires are. Because as we live life, just as we know with health, you know, we're going to talk about that next segment Mm -hmm. about eating healthy. We've got a special guest coming on. You're not going to want to miss, but as we talk about eating healthy, we know that as we get older, as we age, things change in our bodies. And so we need to react and respond differently. We need to eat different foods. We need to exercise more. There's things that need to be done really to allow us uh, the opportunity um, to maintain the health that we had when we were younger. And so likewise with the portfolio, you know, as we age, our desires change, our needs change. Maybe we're moving into retirement. You know, oftentimes I call that the financial red zone. Mm hmm. And we need to prepare for that, you know, and just like you're watching football seasons upon us and we look at that, you know, there's a different defense that these football teams use when people, you know, the team's on the goal line uh, than they use just in regular play. Right. And it's designed specifically for that. So I think that's really the key is sitting down and saying, okay, what do I need now? Do I need more of a protection and growth philosophy around my wealth as opposed to just growth and I'm just going to ride it out? Maybe I need to change that. I need to have more of a protection growth philosophy. What am I doing to reduce taxes? What have I done to reduce taxes? And uh, what are my plans moving forward as far as goals and all of that goes with that? So let me give you this phone number so you can go ahead, schedule a second opinion on your portfolio as the CEO of your portfolio. It's incumbent upon you to do that. I'm going to give you this phone number so you can give Michael a call. It's 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. You can check us out on the web. We're at leanonthewall.com or call in 888-511-WALL. Now, stay tuned. Coming up next on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall, we're going to be sitting down with Chris Gannon. He is the president and creator of Bole. Maybe you've seen it. It's a restaurant that's around town. It's nutrient-rich eating. So yummy. That's Bole. Chris Gannon, he's on the way next. Stay tuned. Love you. This is the It used to be that you worked hard, saved as much as you could, and then retired with whatever you ended up with. But now, life is a lot more complicated. You have to plan your retirement, not only to keep what you've earned, but also to keep your portfolio growing throughout your retirement years. 
And that's why you need to talk with Michael Wall and the team at the Wall Financial Group. They specialize in helping families protect and grow their wealth. They do that with a variety of strategies, including advanced tax and estate planning. Give them a call at 888-511-WALL and see if you qualify for a complimentary Living Well Retirement Review with Michael Wall. That's 888-511-9255 or visit leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated. Thanks for joining us on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. My name is Michelle Wright. Thanks so much for taking some time out of your very busy weekend schedule to join us right here where we are together today. That, of (laughs) course, is Sting, and uh, that's off his solo album, and we're wishing Sting a very happy birthday. He turns 65 years old this year, believe it or not. And uh, 65. Yes. I have seen Sting with the police, and then I've seen him in solo in concert Great, great shows, and uh, always, always down to pay some sting in the in the morning. Always love that. <laughs> Wake you up a little bit, right? Exactly. Gets rocking and rolling. Get rocking and rolling in, in the weekend here. Absolutely, and you know we have got a very special guest that we are about to introduce. But before we do that, I want to let everybody know the phone number in case you need to get in touch with Michael. You want to ask him a question, or you want to find out more about what we've been talking about on our show. It's triple eight. 511 wall that's 888-511-9255 now michael i know you've got a very special guest that we have right here in the studio and so i'm gonna let you do the introductions absolutely i appreciate that michelle and yeah i'm sitting across the table here in studio with chris gannon really interesting story and i'm gonna let him share a little bit of it since it's since it's his story initially but chris thanks for joining us today hey thanks for having me on board absolutely and uh, chris if, for those of you that don't know, is the president of a, a newer restaurant or eatery, whatever you can call it, serving nutrition-rich superfoods and a variety of other cool opportunities there for you to be healthy. He is the president of a place called Bolay. Bolay. Am I saying that correctly? We you kind of are. talked about that off air. Yeah. Yep. Bolay. So tell us a little <laughs> bit about your background. I know your family's kind of been in the restaurant business, uh, so to speak, for some time. And I know you've graduated of FSU and doing your thing. And now you're kind of off to the races and talking to big companies potentially in the future and all that. But what are you doing as far as these, uh, we'll call it, healthy, you don't like to say healthy, so help help correct the listener when they say healthy eating to what you guys do, because it's very different, isn't it? Yeah, so uh, born and raised in the restaurant business, obviously my father, he's the uh, founder of Outback Steakhouse, and uh, we grew up on the Bloomin' Onion, and yep. everybody mm. loving that, and yes. the cheese fries that are <laughs> 2,500 calories, and you know, that's kind of the the way of the past, I feel. And something just really kind of hit me when I started going over to friends' houses that had no idea about food, weren't in the food industry. And moms were starting to notice and they see, you know, all this food that she was saying, gluten-free and um, no high fructose corn syrup. Mm -hmm. And and I knew what all these things are, but to hear a a normal mom at the house, at their home, start talking about these things and start realizing the differences in in what you're putting in your body and and things of that nature. And, um, that kind of hit home. I said, okay, mm-hmm. starting to see something and um, starting to really hear something. And I don't know if you realize it, but pay attention to all the grocery store commercials mm-hmm. on TV. They're all talking about, 
you know, clean eating and removing this and Panera bread going mm-hmm. to a hundred percent clean menu. So, yep. um, started striking a chord. So we said, you know, we started looking at a lot of the models that were out there. Uh, we flew out to California and did a lot of research on the new concepts that were coming out there. And then, um, you know, a bowl kind of morphed and, and the name is from bowl because we eat out of a bowl. You build your bowl with nutrient dense foods, superfoods that we have. Um, and when and, you say, when you say nutrient dense superfood, what does that mean? Somebody listening out there, like I've no, what, okay, it sounds interesting, but what does it actually mean? Great question. Great question. So we're all eating, um, calories every day, mm-hmm, right? right? So it's the amount of nutrients per caloric intake. Okay. And so when you go to McDonald's or when you go to Bolle, you're eating calories either way. One is basically what kind of gasoline are you putting in your car? Mm. You put in the, the low grade stuff that's not good or clogs up your motor or you put in the premium stuff that is the most refined, clean product. And that's kind of, you know, your body is your motor. I mean, it's the most sacred thing we have is our, is our body and what mm-hmm. we put in it. So, you know, things like starches and potatoes and, uh, you know, fast food chains of the world yeah. are processed foods. And if they're a dollar meals, well, that's a dollar's worth of food you're putting in your body. And how do you think that they got it that cheap? Right. You know, so <laughs> Good things are seldom cheap and cheap things are seldom good, right? It, it doesn't take a rocket scientist yeah. to kind of one plus one equals two. And so mm-hmm. our food is nutrient dense. So for every mouthful of bite you put in your mouth, you're putting that many more nutrients per mouthful, per caloric intake. So mm. we're all eating calories all day long. Mm-hmm. You can have thousands of calories, just make them good calories full of nutrients and your body will run. And so, you know, after you eat at Bolle, a lot of people, one of the things that we get is, you know, six or seven hours later, people are still full because mm-hmm. you've wow. put the right amount of, you put the right things in your body. Yeah. And you know, you notice that sometimes um, when you, when you do eat things that are not, you, you're eating it and you're just eating and eating and eating and eating. You're like, you know, no wonder people gain weight that they shouldn't be gaining because they're eating foods that aren't really taking care of what their bodies are asking for, right? Their bodies are saying, I'm still looking for the nutrients. You haven't given them to me yet, right? And it goes along with, uh, I think a lot of what you, you teach and preach is, um, you know, health and, and mind and mind, body and spirit, right? Mm-hmm. You put all three together. If you don't, properly fuel your body when you leave for lunch and you go back to your office to try and do whatever you're trying to accomplish that day, you're going to have mood swings and you're going to go through ups and downs. And a lot of that is based on what you've put in your body. Mm -hmm. And and that, I don't know if you guys ever feel that, but you know, the Mm -hmm. highs and lows, you know, sugar high, sugar low, Mm -hmm. same Mm -hmm. thing, same principle. So, um, I've seen those in my kids, by the way. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect example. The crash. Chris, let me ask you a question at Bole because we're talking about food and I will tell you, I love food. There is not food that I don't. She's a foodie. I do do love food. So what are some of your signature dishes? If I were to come in, what is something that you would recommend that I, I would have or I would eat or what's one of the most popular things on the menu? Well, that's a great question. Let me preface it by talking a little bit about our chef. Um, Mm. And since you first started saying by your foodie, you would appreciate this. Chef Martin, who we brought on board and my father found in Aspen just at the right time when I was like, dad, we got to do this concept. And he was eating at this, he was trying to lose weight and he was eating at this uh, Pyramid Bistro in Aspen. And Chef Martin, he's a uh, Nutrigerian chef who is endorsed by Dr. Joel Furman, who wrote the seven times New York Times bestseller, Eat to Live, which is a phenomenal book to learn about food and, and such. And um, so he came, curated the menu. He was a Wolfgang Puck. Mm. Um, protege. He's mm-hmm. worked in Postrio and a couple other incredible restaurants. And we gave him 
a chop, we said we want the menu to be incredibly bold flavors, first and foremost. Bold flavors, that's what people, that's what bring you back, right? Mm-hmm. Not yeah. health food, bold flavors. Right. right. You remember flavors, that's what, that's what kind of connects in people's brains when they're thinking about where to go, that, that flavor comes to your brain. So that was the first thing. Second thing was we wanted the menu to be colorful because it was designed when you walk down the line, you're building your bowl, you eat with their eyes before we eat with their mouths, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we wanted it to be colorful and kind of like a rainbow type of array of food. And then, you know, he knocked it out of the park. Our menu is incredible. Um, you know, we have cilantro noodles that are uh, a rice noodle. So it's a 100% gluten-free menu to, uh, you know, our, our roasted cauliflower, butternut squash. We've got the forbidden black rice. And those are all the bases and the vegetables. And then we move on to, um, we've got sushi-grade ahi tuna, uh, filet tips, tenderloin tips, uh, barbecue and a lemon chicken, and uh, a, a miso glazed tofu to uh, appear to our, our, our vegetarian or vegan friendly um, mm-hmm. customers. And so, you know, and then we top it off with either goat cheese or uh, a minted tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and with all that, you're building a bowl and you get to choose from these, all these varieties um, to, to kind of pile on your bowl. And that's, you know, a lot of different flavors in there. And, and you know, our our Brussels sprouts are pretty good. I mean, it's a lot. Everything, people come in there and say, hey, what's the best? And yeah. it just depends on that day. Yeah, that's awesome. So tell us, what would be, as you were looking through all of this, you know, what I love, Chris, is the idea that every good solution comes out of someone realizing there's a problem. You know, they're in a situation where they're just walking through life, looking at things and realizing, and that's quite honestly one of the reasons we got into the financial world 16 years ago. You know, I looked at a lot of the big houses. I yeah. looked at what was going on. I looked at the fact that, you know, people are tired of all these huge firms. We've got a big firm right now in the news talking about scamming people and all this stuff, you know. And so I wanted to be the alternative to that, so to speak, in a boutique manner, because people like tailored. They like things that feel right for them, not mm-hmm. just what's right for the machine. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so I think what I hear you saying is when people come there, they have the ability to kind of have a little bit of selection. Or they want this, they want that. But at the same time, you were looking at the, because I think this is geared more from a, uh, a faster eating perspective. This isn't necessarily a sit down and dine for an hour, hour and a half situation, seven course. This is more of a kind of in and out deal. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. It's designed for the person that, uh, you know, I would say, I mean, look how busy you are. Look how busy everybody is these days. Time is of the essence. Right. It's the one thing that we don't have a lot of. Yeah. And, um, you know, yes, you can go. We do have craft beer and wine, so you can sit down and enjoy a nice meal at dinner. And it's um, for our, our price point, which we, we like to think we give a lot of value. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, life is about providing value. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, that's very important for us is, is that experience when you come in the restaurant. So to take care of and understand that people's time is very valuable. And, you know, one of the things, Michelle, when I was talking with Chris of why I thought it'd be interesting, actually, he was uh, referred by uh, uh, Daily K that works with us and, mm-hmm. and has, has done a great job on a lot of things for us. And I thought, you know, yeah, let's have him on. I, because I, I, I'm just a big fan of the fact that, you know, when we look at life, hopefully, if you're out there, you know, you're in a place where you're trying to improve. You're always trying to improve. You're always mm-hmm. trying to get better. And I love the idea that says, if you change the picture of how you see yourself, you will change the performance. And so when I thought of what Chris is doing here with Boulay, uh, you know, he's really looking at it from a perspective of we want to we be providing food that 
actually aids what the body needs. It Mm -hmm. actually supplies what the body needs, which ultimately helps us to be better in life and every aspect of, of things that we're doing. Our brain is sharper. It works better, which ultimately then allows us the ability to add more value to people as we're going through life. So that was what intrigued me uh, because I think there's a need for this type of thing in this in the space. Mm-hmm. We'll call it the fast food or quicker Absolutely. eating space. And uh, that's kind of what intrigued me to have it on. And I know, Michelle, you had a, you had another question for Chris you wanted to shoot out. Yeah, Chris, and, and that sounds great. And I absolutely love that concept because I am one of those people who I am looking for healthier eating, but in a quick way to do it. And so um, what is your, I, I, I will say, I love this concept, but what is your ultimate goal? What is it that you want to, you want people to know and you want to go ahead if, you know, we look 10 years in the future. What do you want to see Bolay doing? You know, I think it's it's a, it's a multiple question. I mean, we want to obviously expand and grow, but we want to do it. And, and like Daily K brought us on the show and we work wonderful with their family. And, you know, Bolay Cares is one of the initiatives that we have where, if, you know, we know in the local community of church or, you know, when we had the all these different movements, we support our law enforcement or whatever. Um, we would really want to be there for the community. Um, and I think taking care of our community, taking care of our team, the growth factor that we have. You know, last night we had all of our managers over at the house and we have one restaurant, we're going to three. And, you know, we've been able to take people that were, you know, making hourly wages that, you know, here all this increase in wage, whatever. And now all of a sudden they're going to be making over $50,000 a year in salary and some over a hundred and all because of the growth factor. And I think Mm. that we have the ability to provide um, jobs out there. And people don't realize the restaurant industry is the second most provider of jobs other than the government. Wow. Mm. So take care of the restaurant industry. Yeah, That's we awesome. gotta eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Chris, thanks so much for joining us today and sharing your story. Thank you guys for so very much for having us on board. Hopefully uh, we'll get you guys in the restaurant soon and, and have one in your neighborhood soon. Absolutely. And folks, if you're out there and you, you missed the beginning part of the segment, just go ahead and go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. Click on Radio Media. And you can uh, find out how to listen to the previous segment. But as always, thanks for joining us this week. And here's to a healthy and wealthy week. We'll see you next week. Thanks Have a for great listening one. to the Wealth and Health Radio Show with Michael Wall. To schedule your own personal appointment, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. And to find out more about Michael and the Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated. There's an old saying, a goal without a plan is nothing more than a wish. If one of your goals is a comfortable retirement, it's going to take more than just wishing to make it happen. Fortunately, Michael Wall and the team at the Wall Financial Group can help. They specialize in helping families protect and grow their wealth. And they can customize a strategy to help you achieve the kind of retirement you deserve. Instead of just wishing, why not take the first step towards actually making something happen? Call 888-511-WALL and see if you qualify for a complimentary Living Well Retirement Review with Michael Wall. That's 888-511-9255 or visit leanonthewall.com. 
Hey folks, Michael Wall here. I want to take a minute away from the show and just talk to you about the idea of making sure that you vote this year. Listen, I know there's a lot of political nonsense and I know that can be frustrating as people throw dirt back and forth and back and forth, but make sure this year, because it's so crucial and the stakes are so high that you vote with your heart. Vote for someone that you believe is going to help get the country back on track. It is our right and we live in a free country, so let's keep it that way. Here's to living in a better America in the future. Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker and author of two best-selling books and the president of three financial companies. Everything that we've created, the different companies, the different divisions, has all kind of been born out of a need. You know, it's not necessarily saying, hey, uh, let's go do this. It's, it's more so saying, you know, where is the need that we see and where are some places that we can fill that need and add value? And then we've kind of created solutions around it. He's also been a guest on several national media outlets like CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. He is also a dedicated husband and father and a big supporter of several local and national charities. Now, it's time for the Wealth and Health Radio Show with your host, Michael Wall. Welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. I'm your host, as always, Michael Wall, and I'm joined by Michelle Wright. Hello. Can't be wrong. How about Michelle? (laughs) Got to be right. Exactly. That's why I tell people all the time. A lot of times they don't listen, though. (laughs) Well, you know, (laughs) maybe you have to say it more than once. You know, they say anything you say more than a couple of times, it becomes uh, believable. So (laughs) there you go. (laughs) Folks, if you've joined us uh, each and every week, we want to thank you for tuning in. I know a lot of you are listening online at your leisure. So if you're in a place where you're not able to catch us on a regular basis at the times where the show airs, feel free to visit leanonthewall.com. That's again, that's leanonthewall.com and click on radio media. And if you scroll just a little bit, you'll be able to find a spot where you can subscribe to the show through iTunes or Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podcast Addict, whatever podcast you may use if you're an iPhone user or uh, other smartphone. But, you know, Michelle, it's interesting how many folks have really joined us online because, you know, they subscribe to the show Mm -hmm. and then they have the opportunity to listen uh, whenever they want. And it's really convenient. And, you know, with, with the busy schedule of life, you can listen when you want, as you want. And it's amazing how radio and how people get media and information has changed, hasn't it? Oh, most definitely. I was just talking about it this weekend with friends of mine of how, uh, you know, back in the day, as I would call it, there Mm. was appointment listening or appointment viewing where Mm. you knew, for example, Melrose Place. If you're a Melrose Place fan, that was Monday nights at nine or Seinfeld was Thursday nights on NBC at 9 p.m. And Mm -hmm. you knew that you either had to be home or you had to set your VCR to record it. (laughs) And, you know, now there are people who don't even know what a VCR is or how to use it. Well, they're TiVoing and all this kind of stuff. And you just set it and or you can get it on demand. And it's just completely revolutionized the way that things have been done in TV viewing and not a long period of time. I mean, what we're talking about, it hasn't been like eons and eons ago. This has just really been within the past decade, decade and a half. Well, the smartphones have changed everything. Uh, we have some folks that actually, uh, it's interesting, we'll have conversation and, and they're boomers, baby boomers, and even a little, little that are older that are listening. And that's what really started online. And that's what really started me to say, 
huh, there's really something to this. So again, if you want to join and tune in, I know there's some folks that have reached out to us said, hey, I missed the show where you interviewed Sean Hannity or I missed the show where you interviewed Linda Butler, a health expert talking about seven steps to healthy living or, you know, Vince Gill or Mm -hmm. whoever else it may be. That's a great spot. So go to leanonthewall.com, click on radio media, and you can subscribe to the show. And then you'll have a, a link that'll come or an automatic update that'll come to your phone every time there's a new show. So that's a great spot. Also, if you want to reach out to give us a ring, toll-free 888-511-WALL. Again, 888-511-9255 if you have questions. Uh, You know, I know, Michelle, we wanted to talk about some monies, a lot of your retirement monies in a particular company. But before we do that, I I think it's important to note, you know, a lot of times uh, we don't spend too much time and effort discussing Wall Lassiter which is the advanced tax planning company. Uh, Danny Lasseter is my partner there. Uh, For those of you that are in South Florida, you're familiar with Palm Beach Atlantic University. The Lasseter Education Center is uh, her family. And uh, she worked for Gunster, big law firm down here for a long time. We've really been able to be in a place where folks that are making several hundred thousand a year or more or having businesses of several million or more we're in a deal right now. I won't let you know the cat out of the bag, Michelle, mm-hmm. but we're in a deal right now. We're going to be able to be in a situation where we're going to save a company several millions of dollars in capital gains taxes when they sell through some of the different planning that Wall Lasseter is incorporating. So if you have a question about taxes, how to reduce your taxes, if you're a higher income professional or a business owner, now is the time. You don't wait till tax season to do it. Now right. is the time to get a second opinion on that, get an analysis on that. Again, at 888-511-9255 or leanonthewall.com. I just wanted to bring that up, Michelle, because we've seen uh, just a lot of different cases. Uh, again, in a boutique manner, folks coming in where we've been able to save them thousands and thousands to millions in taxes over time. It's it's just really been pretty cool. And that is, that's huge when you think about it. And I love the point that you made because a lot of times we don't start thinking about taxes until, you know, the beginning of the year. But now is the time to really start buckling down, seeing what options are available and really how you can lessen your tax burden for this year and going forward. Well, that's right. And again, this is not the traditional, um, you know, tax return, people just coming in. This is boutique, higher end, higher income earners, um, business, you know, companies wanting to sell, uh, doctors groups. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of different groups out there that, you know, they need help in that area. And they're, they're just in what we have found there when Danny and I really sit down is a lot of the folks are in a place, Michelle, where, you know, they're not getting really a lot of advanced tax advice. Mm-hmm. They're just getting the regular, well, if you do this, you do that. Well, right. you know, you got this much you owe this year, whatever. So uh, her, her and I are both, uh, or she and I, I should say, excuse me. <laughs> Grammatically. She and I, Aaron. yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're both uh, certified tax coaches. So there's uh, just a little over 400 of us in the country. So it's kind of an exclusive group, kind of a neat thing. But I wanted to take some time on that because, you know, taxes really are one of consumers in America. That's one of our biggest expenses. Mm -hmm. One of our biggest fees, really, when you think about it, is taxes. And it becomes really disheartening when we're paying a bunch of money in taxes to a government that just is not using the money appropriately. So anytime we can save money in taxes, it's just like making money, the way I look at it. So that's why I wanted to take just a minute or two and chat about that as we uh, dive into the show. No, I think that that is a great idea to do. And speaking of diving into the show, Michael, I wanted to talk to you just about 
when people may have invested a lot in just one particular company, what I'm thinking mm, yeah. about is recently we heard about the Verizon Yahoo deal, and Yahoo mm-hmm. has been one of the the you know bellwether stocks up there, and they've been independent, but now Verizon is acquiring them. And what would that mean if, if folks who are looking at or they have Verizon stock or Yahoo stock or any kind of stock that that's similar to that what does that mean for a portfolio well it's it can definitely mean uh both sides good or bad you know the, the problem with a buyout is you, you never know exactly what's going to happen uh, moving forward it all sounds good you know when companies uh whether there's a merger or an acquisition or um, you know, full buy, whatever, whatever actually happens, you know, you never fully know what's going to occur with the stock moving forward. Um, because obviously nobody knows the future. I mean, if right. everybody knew the future, nobody would have lost money in 2008, right? Exactly. So one of the things that we want to be doing is trying to kind of be future casting, if you will, even though we don't know the future, we want to make smart decisions with our finances and with the wealth that we're managing. And so when you look at that, you know, Verizon agreeing to buy them for about $4.8 billion, uh, buying Yahoo, kind of a big deal. You know, nobody knew really what was going to go on with Yahoo, if they were going to have a suitor, or if that was all going to work out. Ended up working out. But I think it's a good point because, you know, a lot of times these companies, tech companies, other companies, uh, there's a company uh, in South Florida called FPL, uh, Lockheed. I mean, there's a lot of other big companies out there where what you see a lot of times is people that are working for the company, obviously they have allegiance to the company. That's a good thing. But oftentimes in those portfolios, when they come in, we sit down and do a review to kind of say, Hey, you know, I'm moving into retirement. My uh, lifestyle's changing. I saved this block of money. Now I need to use this to uh, create income, you know, paychecks for the rest of my life to me. I need to do tax planning around it. I need to do estate planning around it and all that. Oftentimes what we see is they have a tremendous amount of money in a particular company stock. That can be very detrimental to the portfolio. Think about it like this. You know, we've all heard the story of don't have your eggs in one basket, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, if if we're in a situation where we have the majority of our eggs in one particular basket or one particular stock, um, now we're in a situation where we might have some issues. Now, what's important to note is it's, it's okay to go heavy in some things at some times, depending on the needs and depending on the safety of what's involved in the process. But with a company in general, uh, especially a company that maybe has been on a, a growth pattern for some time or whatever it may be, you want to start to change the way you invest your money moving into the retirement. You really want to get smarter with how you do things. Mm-hmm. And listen, it's, it's not the fault of the consumer, Michelle, uh, or the employee or the executive of the company that, that owns a lot of different stock. You know, because they're in a situation where they're working for the company, they believe in the company they work in, which is a good thing. Right. Uh, you know, and they just so happen to end up having a lot of that stock. So it's just important to take a reevaluation. I'm not suggesting that you sell it all or get rid of it all or whatever. That's not what I'm suggesting here. What I am suggesting is, is that you take an, a step back, take a few minutes back, an hour back, whatever, to have a kind of a second analysis to really look at what is some smart risk and smart planning when it comes to your future portfolio, as well as have you taken into consideration tax planning on the portfolio? What have you done to incorporate that? And, and if the answer is nothing, then that can be a problem because you're going to be in a place where possibly, number one, you may end up financially being in a place where you don't want to be in the future and you may end up pay more taxes than you anticipated because no planning was done around it. So that can be, and it is very important 
to reevaluate that in that process. And I'm glad you brought that up about Verizon because it is a big deal and people were curious what's going to happen with Yahoo. So if you're out there and you have a lot of company stock, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this is something you need to tune into and you might want to look to uh, just get a second set of eyes on, on what's the best procedure moving forward. Definitely. And you want to go ahead and get that second look. That's what Michael and the team can help you do. I'm going to give you that phone number so you can call in, set up an appointment or just ask because what Michael does is he will give you the right review for you. You can get access to that by dialing 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. When you call in, say, hey, you know, I heard you talking on the radio. It may not be Verizon stock. It may not be Yahoo stock. It could be just your company stock. You want to get a second look. What would be best for me in this specific situation? Michael and the team can give you that advice. Again, that's 888-511-WALL, 888-511-9255. You can send an email in. You can tweet us at Lean on the Wall or head to the website, leanonthewall.com. All right, stay tuned because coming up next on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall, you'll get to hear Michael's interview with the Red Rocker himself, the one and only Sammy Hagar. That's on the way next. Hey, folks, it's Michael Wall here. Just wanted to share a quick thought on how you can make a huge impact on someone else's life. As an active member of Christ Fellowship, I've had the opportunity to interact with a variety of top-notch charities. And it can be challenging sometimes to know where to get involved, either with your time, financially, or both, and then to be sure that your gifts and donations are really making a change. So I wanted to share with you an organization that has recently been ranked number one by Charity Navigator and is dramatically improving the lives of young people, Place of Hope. Place of Hope has been doing just what its name says, giving hope to young people since the mid-90s. I want to encourage you to visit placeofhope.com. Again, that's placeofhope.com to learn more and to see how you can help the cause of improving our nation one child at a time. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Hey! Whoa! See, now I'm warmed up. Now, oh, no. I like the, I used to, uh, I was a big, uh, back in the day, Pearl Jam. Black, remember that? Oh, oh yeah. Man, man, good stuff, good stuff. Pearl Jam was a great band, man. They had integrity. Rare in today's world. <laughs> in today's world. <laughs> you know what's interesting, Sammy? First off, I appreciate you joining us for the show. It's funny, when I was in college, I actually, in the summertime, I sold books door to door. But I remember, one of the motivational things that I did in the morning is right now. Oh, yeah. That song was like, we turn it on, motivation, get rocking, you know what I'm saying? We just, you had to have something. You go knock door to door 80 hours a week. It was tough. It was tough. So that really made it. So the question is this, how does it feel to really write songs and play songs and sing songs that just impacts and really changes people's lives? I think it's the most gratifying part of the whole thing. Hmm. You know, all the awards you get, you know, I've, um, I got all serious now because it's so true. <laughs> I have such a different 
idea now being mm-hmm. older looking back at my catalog mm-hmm. at what i've done and it's like the songs that change people's lives like right now songs like where, where eagles fly yeah you know i mean there's the i can't drive 55 soon the one way to rocks you know that were, were rockers that you went to a concert and you just had the time of your life because of those songs but the ones that really changed people give the live you know some of those songs if yeah. you saw all the cards and mail and emails and stuff that have been posted on my website of people that say wow you know that song changed my my life or the song give the live you know i was going to commit suicide it's wow. gratifying it's the best part i'm telling you the absolute best part yeah and everyone looks at songs as hits you know right now mm. wasn't that big of a hit it yeah. was it wasn't even a top 40 single and i can't drive 55 was number 27 or something but you people know? remember it yeah those are the life yeah. lifetime songs the yeah. ones that stay with so I like those songs. Never ending. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I just want to let you, you know. Thank you for recognizing yeah, I mean, it, it was, yeah, because, you know, those were formative years of my life and learning how to work hard and all that goes with that. And I saw a post that was on Facebook, and I thought it was kind of cool. You had a little bracelet, love and light, uh. two most important words. And it kind of resonated with me because, you know, for me, I don't know, I think when we look at our lives, I really believe we've all been given certain talents and abilities, right? And using them on purpose, using the finances we've been blessed with on purpose. And we see this a lot, Sammy, in life when we're, Obviously, we're helping people manage and protect their wealth, right? Plan for their states and all that and really make wise decisions. And I think it's so valuable to be doing this and doing it on purpose. And I know that you're intentional about doing everything that you do on purpose. And I think that's important. Has that always been something that's been kind of your mantra? Or were there some things that were kind of epiphanies over the years that kind of made you say, I really need to pay attention to really where I'm going and what I'm doing. That's more like it. You know, I, I've always been an emotional person. I go right mm. for the, you know, what I feel yeah. in my gut and I can't help myself and, and I get mad and I'll pick up the phone and call somebody way, you know, everyone calls it a knee-jerk reaction, well, way before I should have. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, let that settle yeah. down. Let don't call them. My yeah. wife's real good at that. Same, don't call them. Out. No, no, don't do it. Don't mm. do it. I'm saying, ah, I'm calling them right now, you know. <laughs> and same thing if I get an idea. Oh, I'm doing it right now. I'm so excited. Well, you know, think about it. You know, see how you feel in the morning. I'm, I've never been one of those guys, but it, I have learned to do that a little bit. And I and doing things for purposely is really uh, has so much more chances of being right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, the emotional thing has has a lot of power. You know, like when you're really emotional and you do something, it's got power. Mm-hmm. But when you do it intentionally and you do it with all this purpose, the, your odds of of that coming through and being the right thing to do is so much better. And I've tried it. That's that's very mature hmm. and adult way of doing things, yeah. and that's a good thing. And a guy a guy that's been a kid his whole life like me, I'm <laughs> I'm learning to to do that. Yeah, I like I like purpose. And you can have fun at the same time. I think I yeah. think that's the oh, mis- of course. You know, people misnomer. I guess a lot of people think, well, if you're just doing things on purpose all the time, you're not having fun. Like having a budget or you know making sure financially you're, you're your ducks are in a row or, you know, whatever it may be. But that actually allows you to have more fun when you take care I've of what you need to take care do, of, right? I've got guys that help me do that because I'm still not very good at it. Like, I'm, I'm, tell, I'm, I'm being honest. I'm, I'm confessing to you. Know what you're good at, And I'm right? getting better at it. Yeah. And I like having that ability and I like seeing it get done and done right. But I do have uh, people around me uh, for most of my, my businesses now that yeah. they really help me, uh, you know, take a, let's take a look at this. Yeah. And, and most of the time I'm going, yeah, okay. 
Sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll wait. You guys let me know when you've when looked at it. You yeah, know? exactly. And then I, I'm such an optimist. I don't ever see a downside. Mm-hmm. And that's probably my one fault. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can tell you, I've, I've blown it more that way than anything. You know, and then my guys around me going, we try to tell try you. Try to tell you what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So I'm starting to listen and I listen to someone's downside. And 90% of the time, I'll talk them out of it yeah. and say, yeah. nah, you what? You know, and, Let's and do it. I'm right sometimes. But yeah, I, I, I can learn to be a little more purposeful. But I love people that are around me and when you're a rock star people tend to say okay they say sure Mm -hmm. you know i mean people they get out of your way you know i mean yeah uh they let you do whatever you want yeah say hey i'm gonna go over and do this and they're going okay yeah security starts moving people (laughs) out of the way so (laughs) you can go do it right yeah and you're going and then you get to go damn i shouldn't have done that you know (laughs) why did you guys let me do that well you said you wanted to do it that's a rock star's life yeah and that is trapping and that is uh that's not good so i am really really learning to you know kind of get out of my own way and go what do you think Mm -hmm. you know and uh, my wife Mm. is so much smarter than me like Mm. that you know and when i first met her she's she's younger than me i was a big rock star and i'm going you know what do you know Mm -hmm. you know and it's like it, all of a sudden a female opinion with a guy like me yeah is really has some some, some cred man it's got some yeah. cred because i don't think like a woman i'll no. tell you right now i don't either yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. men don't in general but think i, I like, get the same from my wife yeah so and it's you, important you know yeah. what, what do they say when you see a successful man often in, in behind him is a is a really smart woman right? totally yeah. my wife has so many times said honey I think that's a bad idea. And I'm going, <laughs> what? Yeah. And and boy, t- turn out and be right. And so, you know, I'm, I'm really listening to people that think different than this. What that taught yeah. me is people that think different than you. Yeah. Those are the people you need to listen to. Yeah. Not necessarily do what they say, but you need to listen to them and take that into the, the your gut sewer down yeah. there. Roll it around. Let it come back up and see if it still makes the same sense. Well, know? it's the old definition of insanity, right? Keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. Just listening to people that have different ideas, and I think that's crucial. We see that when folks come in and we're sitting down and having a conversation. You know, I may not be able to help them. We may may not be the right fit. We're not right for everybody, but you know, we we realize and we see this a lot more in the Palm Beach area because you know these are people with a lot of wealth and they're coming oh, in. Oh yeah. And uh, they're pretty smart in, in their own right in what they do, but there's a lot of things that we're really good at that we that we realize if we realize we need help in other things, and that's important, you know. Let me ask you this question, just to kind of wrap it up here. But if there was something that you were to relay, something you were going to relay to somebody that's an entrepreneur, owning a business, celebrity, someone else out there that's kind of got some fame and some rise, if you had to look back at Sammy when Sammy was 25 or 30. And give Sammy some advice. What would you say to Sammy? Whew. You know, that's completely a tough question because... Uh, <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot, but I yeah, know you're good at it. Yeah, but because I'd say, keep doing what you're doing. Hmm. Because it really did work out good for me. You know, mm-hmm. all the chances I took, whew, man, I'm so lucky. Yeah. I mean, the, the trouble I got in as a teenager and in my the friends I was hanging around with... And all those guys went to jail and got busted, and I somehow didn't, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, man, I'm it's got some angels on my shoulders. Yeah. And um, I really think that once it's all said and done, if you came out good, everything was right, yeah. you know. Yeah. If it didn't, then then I'd, I'd have to say change. So I, I I've been so lucky that I I really wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't even go back and say. Some of the mistakes I made, you know, uh, they just, it was good. Like You, you, know? you learn from them, right? Yeah, you really yeah. do. And, and, and you have to get out of a situation. And sometimes it's like the angels are going, 
damn, we're going to have to hit this guy over head. He just ain't going <laughs> to, he ain't, ain't going to get out of this marriage or, yeah. or he's not going to get out of this band, you know, because yeah. getting out of Van Halen, for instance, hmm. you know, at the time was devastating to me. I thought, what? This is horrible. Yeah. You know, I'm in the biggest band in the world. I wasn't happy. And my wife was, she once again was always saying to me, look, honey, you know, I, you're going to quit or, or they're going to kick you out because <laughs> you're just not cooperating. You know, you're, you're really not happy in this band hmm. and uh, they, they want to, be what they want to be and you you need to just and i'm going no i can't quit this band are you crazy you know i get thrown out i'm devastated and i and and i had cobble wobble in my hand and i said oh well i'm gonna go down to cabo and just party and and figure out what i want to do and, and yep. blah 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 and, and i ended up building a brand yeah that i would have never done in van halen well it's cool how that end or or quote unquote end because a lot of times what we feel like is the end really kind of just becomes the beginning, right? Of something great. It, it, it really if seems, we let it happen. It really seems to be that way now. Yeah. Now, if you're, I mean, I got to say, it, as if you're a loser, I mean, you know, I know people that just, <laughs> could lo- everything they do just yeah. seems to go wrong. Yeah. Then it's not necessarily that way. And I don't want to ever give anybody any reason not to have hope. But, right. but I'm saying, but when you've had a couple winners and, mm-hmm. and then you go, you know what? Why not? I, I look at anything. I think, ah, oh, hey, if that doesn't work, if if the sugar cane dries up, like in in and with my rum, this is a classic one right now that I'm dealing with in my head. Hmm. My producer's over there, my my distiller, and he's going, man, it's getting hard, hard to get cane. Hmm. I'm having to pay so much for it, you know, man. I'm going, well, okay, well, I, I don't care. I'm not going to raise the price because mm-hmm. I don't do this for money. All right, if I have to break even on this, I'll still make it. Yeah. And then if that happens, then I'll say, okay, but I got to lose money. I won't make it, but but maybe we'll just make less, like what we're doing now. We'll make less and less and less. Let's shop for cane. And, and wait for a, a deal and you just won't if the rum's not available well we don't have any rum you know the guy said hey we need 300 cases well we only got 20 you know super the, exclusive right yeah yeah so i'm i'm going with that right now but i'm yeah. thinking to myself if the cane dried up mm-hmm. in hawaii and maui and said guess what you can't get any more cane and you got to shut it down i'm going to be open-minded yeah right what's next yeah what's yeah. next yeah and so i've already done it by that happening it made me say well wait a minute where else can you get cane? I'm looking, you know, of course you can get it all throughout the Caribbean, the Puerto Rico, and you got South America, you got all these places, you got, you know, Cuba opening up. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Now, I was just I'm, down there I'm three really months ago. really interested. Yeah. Well, did get, get me some cane connection, yeah. will you? <laughs> so I start tasting all these rums, which when you make rum, uh, where, where the way you want to taste it is pure. Taste them and you go, ooh, boy, that's nasty. Oh, wait, because mine's so good from Hawaii. Yeah. But I'm going, well. Okay, well, what if we take this cane and we add some vanilla and we do some nice little flavors? It could make a spiced rum. And, and, and so now I've already found a rum that I think, and guess what? It's a third of the price wow. of this, but it will be a different thing. It'll be, okay, you put this in Coke. It don't matter. Yeah. You know, put this in pineapple juice. You know, mix it. Make your mixers. Do all these mojitos. But you and, found it because these things happen. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm, my fans are going, well, I, they, they don't know this yet. I'm telling you for the first time. <laughs> but... My price, I'm going to be able to say, no, it's not going to cost 27 bucks a bottle. It's going to be, guess what? It's going to be like $16 a yeah. bottle. And they're going to go, whoopee, you know? <laughs> and and so it, it exactly. That's, yeah. you know, as you learn that things really do work out for a good reason, uh, I'm all for it, man. I, I love that. I call it synchronicity, you know? Some guy walks up to you, one guy says, you're fired. And you turn a corner, bump into this guy, and he goes, hey, do you know anybody that knows how to sing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just happen to know somebody. <laughs> That's Well, I just want to let you know, I really, it's been really fun hanging out in your studio here. Thanks for joining us today Woo! there you go thanks for having me mike my absolutely. pleasure absolutely yeah no doubt mike rules mike rocks ow uh. <laughs> hey! love it baby all right thanks for listening and for the rest of michael's interview with sammy hagar head to lean on the we'll see you next week thanks for listening to the wealth and health radio show with michael wall 
To schedule your own personal appointment, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. And to find out more about Michael and the Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated.